This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Now entering the DGTC. Are you ready for a deep dive? And Jordan did most of the crap. Can't believe I said that. I've been doing this since 2008. Welcome to the DGDC, a united team of design professionals creatively bound to bring unique inspiration and uncommon perspectives. You can email us listener questions or topic ideas to hello at dgdcpod.com or check out our website, dgdcpod.com. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram or Twitter at dgdcpod. Plus now you can join in on the conversation. We have a Facebook group. Just pop onto our website and hit the community tab at the top. Now, on with the show. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the DGDC. We haven't introduced ourselves in a long time. <laughs> I just thought. <laughs> I know. How assumptive are we? <laughs> exactly. We did that <laughs> religiously for many, many years. But uh, Yeah. And then right? I thought, mm, it's probably a little redundant for those that are loyal to us. Maybe exactly. we can take a step back. But oh, I, yeah. we, we, <laughs> we've, yes. seen a, we've seen a we lot like of good new followers, alive. particularly like on Instagram and within our subscription as well. So for those of you who are new, uh, my name is Nick Longo. I'm in Los Angeles, California. Over here is Mikkel. Go ahead and introduce I'm, yourself, Mikkel. Yeah, I'm out of the greater Seattle area. Mikkel Morrison with MKM Design. And I am uh, Jordan Wilson, uh, and I live in Portland, Oregon. And freshly moved. How are you settling in now, Jordan? Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. new house. I'm settling in pretty well, actually. Yeah, we um, are starting to like buy pieces for the house now, which is Ooh. nice. That yeah, is instead so of just exciting. like nothingness. That's a, yeah. that's a fun zone, yeah. right? And it really yeah. starts to add up, right? Where you're going, um, oh, yeah. so it's... life about that budget. <laughs> yeah, because we're like trying to get away from like shit. Our last bunch of apartments were like Ikea yeah. demonstration <laughs> looks like, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it so, makes like... a nice excuse for an upgrade. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> totally. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, I'm already in so much debt. Money doesn't matter. It's like, who cares? <laughs> You know what I mean? It's dangerous. Sometimes that, Jason will great... say the line, it's just money. And I'll be like, don't. Don't even. Yeah. Let's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's not. <laughs> did, did you put together, knowing you and how you put your work together, I'm assuming did any kind of mood board for like oh, what yeah. to pick? Like, well, and I assume you guys know. It's like we're looking for couches and dining tables mm-hmm. or even artwork. It's like, all right, let me just yeah. make up a quick 3D mock-up, throw them into like this like – you know, oh, fake mock-up you. render on the just to see. You know, it's like great We're idea. So yeah. Buy a bed frame and we take have a photo the tools. Of our yeah, so why not? Yeah, that's uh, yeah. a really, yeah. really great thinking because these are big decisions, especially yeah. if you want to shop at some of those notable brands that are yeah. quality and you want it to yeah. last. Yeah, we're like, shit, bed frames are like the same amount as a car these days. It's like, what is, it's nuts. It's we're nuts. looking at like end, like nightstands. It's like, okay. And honestly, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if the pandemic period has increased prices just because oh, they can. Yeah. And it won't People go, and it won't been... go, it's a new threshold now. It won't go down, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. It's crazy. Like everything's <laughs> so freaking expensive when you think about it. And you're just getting used to prices of three years ago. 
yeah. now it's just skyrocketed. And now yeah. it's just gone really, really crazy up. Um, since we did our more formal intros, yeah. Um, I wanted to just say something super briefly because I've had some sweetheart listeners that have said, like, hello, you haven't been active on social media at all. And it's true. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I um, Welcome to the party here. I am ha- happier <laughs> just in my life having not feeling pressure to be on there consistently. In fact, I'm totally, it's probably completely ignored. I never, ever check it. Um, and it doesn't Hell mean, yeah. it doesn't mean that those that do utilize it as a, as a very, very, um, credible, usable source are in the wrong at all. It's just a personal thing. Oh yeah. And, um, so, um, hit me up, send me direct messages to hello at mkmdesignco.com if you want to have a little tidbit. But yeah, yeah. I've, I've, now that those have been coming in from such sweet hearts, I thought I'd say, you know, don't try, let, don't send, don't tag, all good. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. We, yeah I, I, I like that because uh, it kind of blends into this whole idea for this discussion today. Which I is, think so. Like, I, totally. and, and I know that I'm not alone too. So. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, and, and that's a good kickoff one, right? Like this idea of social media. Because I mean, who scene. is it? Will you guys remind me the guy who? from Max last year? We had a precursor interview with him, and he oh. was all about this. What, do, what was Mis- his? Was it misinformation? That one? Um, may or have been the meme no, ones. No, I think it was uh, memes. Oh, right? Jason Slagle. Slagle. It, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Slagle. Yeah, Slagle. Yeah, yeah. Slagle. So, um, anytime that you are signed in or looking or looking at your feed, you're contributing to. He had a good phrase for this. It was um, it, it contributing to an issue, a problem. Hmm. It was. It was. It was a negative, um, some type of some type of. He he's he's written several articles, and I think he came out with a book. And he it was, I feel poorly that I can't remember this, but it was contributing to the issue itself. Yeah, and it was yeah. very fascinating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and he spoke. He spoke like TED Talks speak mm-hmm. um, yeah. at Max. Um, and that also is a good segment, like you were just saying, mm-hmm. Jordan, into this whole topic for today. Yeah, it, it, I think it's like it's sort of that broad topic, right? It's just like hot takes, things that maybe you know have the pros and cons. Where do they sit? Can yeah. things be solved? And I, I look at social media in general as like a broad one, right? And maybe we don't need to go like the whole depths of it, but like I definitely yeah, think it's true. something like I'm in that place where coming from, like I haven't posted a single thing since September of last year. For a variety of reasons, but I'm also like, you know, initially because I was so busy and I just want to spend the time. But now it's like because I just I don't care as much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, it's not like as much a necessity uh, as it once was. And then then I wonder, like, well, shit, is social media is like as important as like as this crux as like kind of we all make it out to be? Because I think it comes with yeah. a lot of cons, especially in our field. It does, right? Yeah, um, agreed. We, we've all been like, feeling it, and it was kind yeah. of like I think it is spearheading kind of like what we wanted to talk about today. And as a broad topic, it's really about just like being a hot takes kind of episode, right? Like, yeah. what are those things? Yeah, well, I, I, I think it's interesting too. Like the one thing um, without social media being so used a lot, I watch a lot more YouTube while I'm either watch, wa- working or whatever, or even relaxing. And what has sparked my interest is a lot of these reaction videos and things of people just kind of going like, it's time for a hot take on that or this or whatever it is. And mm-hmm. just have those fun conversations. And we wanted to have a 
kind of lighthearted conversation about some of these things that are like really in the news, right? Like, and kind of like part of our lives and not only as designers, but um, we do want to say we're coming at this at a very novice and very kind of like, you know, our own personal opinions. And by no means do we mean this is like what everybody is thinking. But I I think these shed a light into really what everyone's thinking. I I saw an interesting uh, like statistic last week that was saying about the, this the we, we are the per, the perception of we think everyone is on social media and putting <laughs> a word out there and when I saw what the stats were particularly with like Twitter I believe yeah. it's only like twenty percent of the population in the U S is even on it like right like it's that little mm-hmm. and then of that twenty percent it's like a point you know something are the ones so active and so vocal mm-hmm. and it kind of mm-hmm. makes you wonder you're like we put ourselves in that thing of going isn't this what everyone's saying because of how loud it is, particularly like in design Twitter and stuff like that. So it kind of like, it's not a, it's not a real representation. And, and I love that we're starting on this one because we've all kind of fallen a little bit back on social media over the last few years. And I don't know if it's actually hurting. It's actually, I think in some ways it's helping. Yeah. I, you know, I agree. I agree. 100%, you know, and, and we kind of like, it's weird because Instagram is not made for our industry. We've just found a niche like, yeah. to be able to capitalize on it. And I think Image a couple first. years ago it was really beneficial. You know, like I felt the community way stronger now because I think, you know, we talk about like feeding the beast, like contributing to yeah. this algorithm that isn't actually helping. Now it just feels like all I'm getting bombarded with is like things that I don't care about. Like I don't see like my friend's yeah. artwork as much as I used to. Now I see like the fucking sliding scale of like, you know, here's this trend and here's how you learn about it. Like these kind of like novice designers that put together like slideshows about things I already know. It's like, I don't yeah. need, mm-hmm. I don't need, I don't need all these influencers teaching me things because they get a lot of likes and they're posting every day. And like mm-hmm. they're becoming this sort of like persona of a designer, mm-hmm. which feels mm-hmm. weird. Right. And this it can does. get into like a lot of maybe these yeah. topics we can talk to. Right. Yeah. But like, just that's like a ton of what my social media is now. It's not like seeing cool shit. And that's, you know, I look at where Dribble was, a number of years ago where it started, like people were just posting snippets, these weird crops of just like work in progress, cool shit. Designers just posting their artwork without any sort of like pressure to be something else. And I think Instagram is just like kind of come that way. The same with dribble. It's like, it's super steen and Mm -hmm. it's also getting taken over by people who hack the algorithm. I just know most Mm -hmm. working designers doing cool stuff. Don't have time for that. And so like, you're just not seeing the same stuff. So yeah, you wonder how much of the percentage of true people, uh, that are in our world working day to day have never even opened up to uh, dribble, mm. right? Or <laughs> yeah, been a part yeah. of it. And I just went on it today for some odd reason. I think I was looking for some reference and saw yeah. my profile. And I realized I, how long it had been since I even posted anything. Um, I've never gone to pro on, on, on dribble as well. But it's kind of interesting how that its trajectory has changed so much, very similar to what we were saying, our usage of social media has changed. And I agree, I think everything I'm seeing now in the feeds either makes me angry or makes me bored. And, and I, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, that's good. Dude. That's it, good honesty. Like, it's kind of interesting. And the, you're right. And then the advertisement of everything has gone up like crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's every other post that you're seeing as well. But yeah. um, I guess I'm feeling the same way I felt about Facebook many many years ago with everything else it's become so disjointed yeah Yeah. there's too much like and and that's the thing it's like these simple apps again the problem is we don't have anything that's really cultivating and geared towards our industry and so like 
you just at the mercy of whatever they're doing. And, and, and yeah. graphic design is not what Instagram is, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, like it's just, it, it sucks that it's, it's born into this place where you have to kind of contribute to like what they think is important mm-hmm. and people that are like doing well now, it's like, you got to be sort of a talking head and you got to do a lot of videos and shit. If you're not comfortable with that, like that sucks. You're not, yeah. you know, your exposure is kind of gone. Uh, yeah. And so like, they're trying to force this like weird, again, this persona of a designer where, I don't think that's the reality for a lot of people. And so it's just hurting. Maybe, In my opinion, I think it's yeah. just hurting. And maybe not even yeah. a true persona of that person who is almost like playing a role. A hundred percent. Right? Yeah. Like, I don't feel it's authentic when it's that at that point. Like, it just doesn't feel right. And But I guess here's the other thing. There are young designers out there that mm. – cannot afford the school. Uh, maybe school is not available so, so close to them as well. And thankfully, I think there's a ton of good stuff out there for them to learn. And, for and sure. they And they gain a community from it as well. So the positive I see on that this is... This is Wesley's story. Yeah. He's self-taught. Exactly. He, he was all about YouTube videos mm-hmm. through mm-hmm. and through. Mm-hmm. He could yeah. not afford it. Yeah. And yeah. I think that that is very, very, very common. There's just only so many that speak. Oh, yeah. About that. I think that's a good point because you're totally right. Like, I, and I learned most everything through that same route, right? Like, I didn't right. go to college yeah. for design. Um, and so there, I think there's a huge place for that. The problem is I think that for me, what I see is like these people who start off in design and like follow trends so heavy and just feed the algorithm instead of like, let me actually teach you fundamentals. It's like, yeah, no, this is hot right now, you know, you're and right. I, I'm creating this content agreed, agreed. that is like, you know, Join push the bandwagon. engagements. Yeah, exactly. The hot take, man. Yeah. <laughs> engagements over like actual like value. Yeah. Uh, or, or they're just like, you stopped too early and became an influencer and didn't actually learn design. Like, totally. That's what I and see. And that's really of. common too. That's oh, yeah. super really, common. Really common too. Yeah. Um, Nick, you mentioned <laughs> dribble earlier. I, con- I consistently utilize that, mm-hmm. um, particularly for, um, illustration like referencing to send to support team members yeah yeah as examples need a little bit of direction right yeah mm-hmm. yeah same mm-hmm. here yeah um but i'm never i'm never proud of it it's open it's an open window and t- tab all the time mm-hmm. and i i don't i wish there were something better i'm constantly thinking that to myself pinterest behance <laughs> i guess but, but they're all kind of the same yeah and they're I don't think any of those three are truly use, are are made for that use. And I think you're mm-hmm. right. That is our use of it. I will. Yeah. I am on it every day to find that perfect reference if I'm sending yeah. to a subcontractor, yeah. I totally to an get illustrator, that, that to a mm-hmm. client. Role. Yeah. I'm yes. with you. Yeah. But like, that's not why it was built. You know? Again, yeah. Like, no. Uh, there it's ne- not there why is it was a. Built. I think. Yeah. Like it was initially again. It was like just kind of. Yeah. Designers uh, posting. But everybody work in must know stuff. that that's why. That's why its traffic is going somewhere. Yeah. I mean, well, now you see it because it got bought by Creative Market. So like now it's oh, like, yeah. oh, that's right. Every that's right. three uh, rows is just Creative Market goods. By this font, like, right? Yeah. That's right. That's <laughs> and right. So now it's like, yeah. okay, so is their algorithm pushing things that like they can track what is Creative Market assets? and? But now Adobe stock yes. is coming into yeah. play. Which they integrate beautifully and they know we're already there on the app. And I think it yeah. works well, I think it's fine to have a marketplace, but like this was supposed to be again like this yeah. community. Like I don't think you should marry those, and oh, but we just yeah. don't have a place anymore. And, I, mean, and I, I get know. it because like I don't want to pay for yeah. an app either. And I mean, maybe P- I would. Pinterest but. is like I I know our buddy Ryan mentioned this a couple of days ago. He was like, oh my gosh, he goes, 
how is Pinterest? So I do one search and next thing you know, it's feeding in there going possible suggestions for your collection and it's dead on. It's yeah. so good. Like, yeah, their algorithm is pretty good. And I've just been oh, using really? it for, I have two new clients that we are really keeping visual, you know, uh, <laughs> kind of like communication <laughs> together and we've yeah. made boards. Um, I have separate boards that they do not have access to because <laughs> oh, it's like, important. you know, you, you find that great reference and you're like, I'm not showing this one to the client. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm holding this one. This one's in the back pocket, but I, sure. I can't get over sure. how, what it populates to say, do you want this in there? So there's a positive, I think with that one. And, and I don't think it's, isn't it weird Pinterest, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's not really a, um, a, uh, comment post thing it's literally just visual uh mood boards no. yep. and so there's not a lot of interaction right. or communication and i think that's what's kept it where it's at it's a great yeah. tool yeah there you go. i mean the little tools are like i like the idea of like because i use it primarily just for like client and myself creating yes. a shared pinterest board and we can like click and pull and then you can have little comments like hey i like the pattern in this like i like okay. the color palette in this nothing about the illustration and that's all it should be in my opinion like i don't really want anything else um because that that's what i use it for i'm not using it to like actually hmm. talk or engage with people so yeah. yeah you know turning that back around to like the social media thing and mostly just instagram because i don't really use i mean twitter is just different but um you know i think that kind of leans into like this idea of these these personas and that tying into like this hustle culture. And I think that to me is like where I get most frustrated. Yeah. It's like these people who created this like self-help guru <laughs> persona that is all geared towards like fucking grind and this like kind of toxic world where like, yeah, I get it. We all do it. And I myself struggle with it, but I don't want to glamorize it. Like, I don't think it's the right solution. I think that's how you get burnout. And I think it's how you get things like imposter syndrome and all these kind of things mm -hmm. are like. I'm seeing people work 24 seven and they're doing cool shit. It's like, yeah, I don't know. Like I, I think that's problematic Ooh, as a whole. That is, that's our, that's we're unlocking our second topic. I love yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. The hustle, the hustle syndrome, right? I guess that's, we have imposter syndrome. Let's call this one the hustle syndrome, but like, yeah, it remember there was a time where it almost felt like you can't, you can't be against hustle mentality. Yeah. You had to join it. Like, I'm like, I remember reluctantly even saying like, yeah, you know, you got to do that. You got, if you want it, you know, you got to get it. And I'm like, what the hell were we thinking? <laughs> well, but it's still, it's still like popular. There's a whole like weird underbelly of like yes. people that have one. I think people capitalize on others, younger designers. Like this is the way, like you'd see my success. Mm -hmm. It's the guys who like have their Ferrari and the bookshelves in the garage. and like, look what I've done. It's cause I, I fucking nonstop grind. It's like, yeah, so I don't bad. know if that's a measurement of success. Like you don't get to hang out with friends. You don't have a life. Yeah. Like, you're, you know, it's, and it's, it's sort of empowering this like weird problem that has always faced. I think the creative industry, especially like graphic design, digital creation, like there is this demand of nonstop yeah. being available all the time. And I think it just, Makes yeah. it worse. Uh. <laughs> so, as as self employed or business owners like us, how do you think this hustle thing? I think the hustle thing obviously has to come. It feels like it was born in that zone of any entrepreneur, anybody who's doing their own thing, right? Mm -hmm. And you get involved with a community, you get involved with podcasts, you are finding your own community, and this just creeps up and becomes that topic. And now mm -hmm. it's become to the point, like you're saying, it's almost like it won't go away. Um, Right. It's yeah. No, it's and, and, and then I'm not, and then on the flip side, then you yeah. see these people that are like, you know, uh, work life balance. And, you know, we've talked about that all the time too. And, and 
right and how important that is too. So same, yeah. So mm-hmm. what's the we're someone brought train. it up a long time yeah. ago? I think we had a guest on that. We were saying like it's not so much um, yes or no, right or wrong. Uh, you have to, you not. It's just where you are on a day and how are you balancing your time off mm-hmm. and your time of work, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and you might have two days where you're like, I don't have to do nothing because guess what? I just slayed it. And I'm done with that, and that paid the bills. And so, like, that's the beauty of I think where we're at now. Why would you run and go work again when you right? None of us amongst us three have that yeah. approach. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That, that's my hours clock in clock out. That'll 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 set that'll do mm-hmm. for today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. I, I that know. is not well. And if you're running your own gig. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's that's the proper suitable approach altogether. No, you're gonna burn out like in, and then you won't enjoy it. Like, oh, yeah, right. like burnout. The reality of like, oh, I meant know. I didn't mean that. Oh, oh, that's interesting. I meant um, today is a work day for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've been working since I woke up. Same here. Mm-hmm. Before yeah. we Sunday, got on with also. each other. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking Sunday. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's supposed to be a family day. Yeah. The only thing, like I told you guys, that's going to step me away from here is that dinner yeah. we're mm-hmm. having. Yeah. Plans, thank God. Yeah. Otherwise, <laughs> thank God. Otherwise, yeah. I'm not going to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. the only reason there's beer in here is because it's Sunday. Yeah, exactly. like, what is going on? And, and I think the important thing is like, you're not glamorizing it. It's not like, look at me succeeding and working. No, look at me like. No. And it's it, the go. stem, it's like rooted the, in our country of like overworking and expectations. If you further um, these headline options that you send to a client and prepare that to send first thing Monday mor- morning, that person just may refer you knowing you're not just a designer. Mm-hmm. You're not just a creative lead for some independent c- practice. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It yeah. feeds into other stuff. We've done this long enough to understand that yeah. there are so many advantages yeah. to working yeah. um, uh, working beyond that eight-hour clock-in, clock-out scenario I was just sharing. But mm-hmm. I know what you were saying, Nick, just mm-hmm. now. But yeah, I had a yeah, little bit yeah. of a different take when I said that just a moment ago. Oh, no. And I and I agree because I've been in the same boat today. But, Jordan, you nailed it. We're not You're not glorifying it. Yeah. If yeah. I, the, where it would be wrong, I think, is to take that picture, posting it, saying like, you know, another Sunday at work. I'm sorry, that's your freaking choice. <laughs> yeah, and again, like, I don't think that's success. Like, I look at the people who I glamour, I like, you know, sort of like look up to. It's like, oh, they have to. They only they only work like four days a week, and they get to do trips whenever they want, and they're just fucking living their life. I know because like. They can. They built this awesome business that partly runs itself. They went through this yeah. long, yeah. long ago. Uh, yeah. And that's yeah. a place I want to be. Again, like everyone has different goals. Like if that's your thing, like go for it. I just think it's yeah. bad to like, I yeah. think it's unfortunate that we do really sort of glamorize this, this, this well, sort yeah. of toxic and, and, place. And I see it. I've seen like younger and students particularly. I remember someone threw out something like don't ever brag about pulling an all-nighter. Like, yeah. To, to me, that, what that means is that's, that was because that was me in college, 100%. Yeah. I waited to the very last minute, crammed every freaking time before a project, before whatever. Oh, but yeah. what I realized was it was like, you know, I was allowed to do that, they were, that we weren't doing check-ins like you would in a, in a work environment where nothing's just due at the end and no one's seen it or, or your, your supervisor hasn't seen it or whatever mm-hmm. it might be or your client. Yeah. So yeah. like – I, I, I've been instilling that so much because it's like, that's nothing to brag about. In mm-hmm. fact, that's showing off your, your terrible time management. Yeah, <laughs> like how efficient are you? Or like, mm-hmm. 
it's a problem if you can't step away. Like, I, are you not charging enough? Like, can you not take a day off because you can't afford to? There or is go. it like, and again, that comes to this, like, it's, I, we've all done it. I, you know, there's still days where like, shit, I got to work this weekend. I got a deadline, yeah. whatever. Like, fine. But it is that portion of like, I'm not going to create a fucking social media account and talk about how yeah. cool and important it is. And like, this is the life. It's like, it's, it shouldn't be the life yeah. of freelance. I get where yeah. it started. Like, I think it's like, you're running your own business. You took the plunge. You want to kind of be self-employed, like, hell yeah. And that does require some yeah. hustling. That does require a lot. But it is For not sure. dependent on 24-7, 365. No. Like, that's mm-hmm. crazy. And, <laughs> you know, like, and, but people are charging for, like, Ted, like, talks on this shit. You know what I mean? Like, they mm-hmm. sell books and they sell, like, they, you know, they, they built this whole world around this fundamental thing of, like, hustle. Oh, it's yeah. going to sell. I think it... Well, doesn't it get the headline? It gets the attention. It gets of course the it does. Per- yeah, and yeah. it also gets the it gets the heart. I think a person sees it and goes like, "Finally, you know, someone talking to me like because I'm doing that." Like, and yeah. and it's that instant like connection. Like if if you are grinding and doing hard, you see that offer. Yeah. It might be something you 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 take in. And I and I, I hate that yeah. you're. I agree with you in saying like I don't like that. That's being that's helping strengthen it as an actual way of life. I always looked at it too when you have a full time gig like. And I, if, if anyone I know is working overtime every day and working till whatever every day, mm-hmm. there's something wrong with that company, right? Mm-hmm. Like th- they they need to hire more, and they're probably not, and they're stretching the hell out of their current yeah, employees. Yeah, it's manipulative. And you're gonna have burnout, and those it's are the really places bad. that have terrible yeah. turnover, right? Yeah. So it's the same way with us. If things aren't, it's like if you've taken on too much or whatever it might be. You guess what? We can pull that lever back a little bit and say. Wow, like it's not worth it to be working twenty four seven. No, no mm-hmm. one's built to do that, but they yeah. be that way. Yeah, you know. Yeah, like, and I there's things I agree. Like, I do agree having that, like, the expectations of like, yeah, jumping in freelance from the ground up, starting off, like, yeah, and it is hard. Like, it's gonna require probably some like full on, you know, everyday work week just to kind of figure it out. Like for me at least, yeah. and this is just coming from my perception of like jumping in without any sort of background in it. Yeah. Isn't it uh, funny? It's designing. become our, my, oh, I used to walk to and from school and in bare feet in the snow or something like that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Really, really crazy backgrounds of no car, waking up silly early, getting back from work, and saddling up to work for clients mm-hmm. yeah. through the end of the night. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, again, like, setting the expectations, like, it's not going to be a 9 to 5. Like, freelance, it is hard sometimes to just be able to clock off at 5 o'clock. Yeah. Uh, that's the reality. So I think it's okay to set that expectation, especially when you're yeah. starting out. Yeah. But it yeah. is just different of, like, that is that shouldn't be the end game. That yeah. shouldn't be, like, the measurement of success. Yeah. And um, I wonder, I think that's creeped into even people with full-time jobs. I'm seeing friends and family that I know are at certain jobs that are, it's almost, like, leaked into there somehow. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it came from this independent contractor or let's call it freelance world um, yeah. because it's all you and, and, and it's got, you got to succeed. But isn't it interesting how it's made its way into that? Like I, I remember even the last few years of being at agency, I'd be fearful of taking a vacation because you're yeah. like, what, you know, can, how can they be, how can you, how can you, it, it, no replacements coming in. And yeah. then that, does that, does that now take, make you feel less of a person? Like, you know what well, I mean? Well, the problem is like totally systemic throughout our country. And like, again, yes. this, I think it's a different topic, but like, America's workload and expectations for the workforce is like fucking crazy, especially when you compare it to like any other major company yeah. or country. Like it's uh it's a, yeah, it's just, you know, I think the problem starts there, but 
I look at like, you know, you kind of get away from that when you want to work for yourself. Like that's where you right. kind of create better boundaries. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And it's, yeah. I hate to see it kind of creep back into that place. Yeah. It Would it be smart to say like, I think you hear a lot of people say, look, it's work smarter. Like I'm not saying when we say like, don't do the hustle thing. It's not mm-hmm. like we're saying like, go easy and be casual and like, don't commit to your works and your deadlines and whatever. 100%, but it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's oh, I think. Good point. This right. Is- it, it's, I think it's the working smarter. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because again, you want when you're you're helping someone or giving someone advice or so or you ask for the advice from someone, whatever. That's what you want to hear. It's like hard work w- does pay off. I mean, there's mm-hmm. beyond incredible examples of that everywhere you look. And no, not no hard work and kicking back, whatever, typically does not result in in anything that's you know I would say, I don't know, successful. I, I, yeah right well and i think like a good like i think draplin's kind of a great example because he talks about it often where it's like you know when i started off you know he's like i just went every day all day and like he you know and yeah, i think that true. does help you kind of get a lift but he never says that's the route he's just like that's just no. one way like that's how it kind of worked and then yeah. he looks at now and it's like but now i measure success but like i can take a day off or like we can go travel yes. or like whatever yeah. it is yeah. so like and it's weird yeah the 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 more i the longer I've been in this industry and my career and this is like the less eager I am to share advice because there is no fucking equation. Like there, <laughs> that's the thing. It's like everything's yeah. so subjective and situational and like, yeah, you just, so true. There, yeah. I'm, I can't sell you a PDF booklet on how to get a hundred thousand followers. I can't sell you whatever, like how to get better clients. Like I think there's room to talk about our self experiences, but it's, it's, it's the sort of yeah. personas. I think that really, yeah. yeah, it's like there's people that market, and again, most good, of them aren't really even designers. Good point. Really good point. <laughs> That's what keeps this conversation, or at least the debate of this, probably so active, is because yeah. it, it's we looked at both sides of it. It's like, well, you gotta work hard, but then it's like, but 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 working smarter, like you said, like, and I think you should celebrate if you can give yourself that day to completely unplug, and mm-hmm. you were, and it was your commitment and your communication and your work throughout the week that allowed that to happen. Like mm-hmm. that's the reward, right? Mm-hmm. I, I, I think that's really great. I always think too, like when you're asked, like you run into someone you haven't seen in a few weeks or a few months or whatever. And it's like, you know, how's it going? Whatever. Like that, that first thing to be like busy, so, oh, so busy. It's so busy. Like why is that the first freaking thing we say? Like, I yeah, know that's true. Cause that's always, I look at our Slack group with our designer friends. I'm like, it's been a week. Like, how you been? Everyone's like fucking small. Yeah. And, I, and I, I think I'm actively trying. Cause I remember seeing someone saying, it's like, no one wants to hear a complainer. No one wants to no. be greeted with something on the no. negative side. And I think the best thing to do is like, everything's great. Like everything's mm-hmm. great. Like I'm really happy where everything is. Obviously there's, there's pluses and minuses in everything you do every day, but mm-hmm. to kind of change that conversation, you know, maybe that's one step away I from love, that. I love that you guys brought this up. Everything's awesome, super fucking busy, super awesome. There you go. You, it could be both. It can be both. <laughs> we, do, we, for as many yeah. times, I, I think this to myself all the time, for as many times as we are feeling in complaint mode and mm-hmm. up um, and not able to do this activity or make this appointment or this social um instance because we have to you know tag team it and get and contribute to a deadline would would you would i rather have a balance of being able to achieve those deliverables and know that i am being sought for them altogether Mm -hmm. from the Mm get-go who wants to twiddle their thumbs nobody wants to twiddle their thumbs 
And to go to think back about seeking work and how it used to be, of course. But <laughs> but us as, as as humans, as Americans, more or less, the grass is always greener. There's always mm-hmm. bigger and better. Yeah. There's always more money to be obtained. And yep. it is something to, from an aerial view, remind ourselves of. Often, we forget. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's troubling. It's troubling yeah. how frequently where do you, we forget. Where do you gain that perspective, right? Like, it's like you've got to change that that idea that what you have right now just may be, be perfectly fine. What's pushing you to say, add to it? Need what, what, more. Yeah, yeah. Right? Right. Yeah. Which, which tacks on to the... Um, <laughs> Which is saying no and reading client potential clientele. And we've done some really great topics about that. But so I have recently gotten this. um, I don't mean to make this a poor me diagnosis (laughs) for degenerative disc disease. I have arthritis. Mm -hmm. Um, I have kyphosis. I've been in pain since April 11th. Um, Does this posture and standing here contribute to some of that? Probably. Probably. I have I have a, a a body build type that would probably come about this regardless, but you f- you figure it out and you learn yeah. how to cope with it because you're tacking priorities and what's important and those passions that you appreciate versus those areas that you know you can dwindle a little yeah. bit mm-hmm. more, right? Yeah, good yeah. little mm-hmm. check ins. Yeah, yeah, and aren't those? I think when you find those out. That's, that's, that's wonderful to know now how to at least fix the problem. Like yes. if you were pain and didn't know what it was or whatever, like you have to get yes. those, that word and you have to get you, the news. Little to mini wake up right. calls along the mm-hmm. way. Um, for yes. sure. And, and oh, I love those. I, me I'm too. You. And we've yeah. talked about ergonomics and things that have worked for us, which is the, the, that whole notion of works for me and subjective might not work for another. Mm-hmm. Ergonomics can go can be approached that same manner. Oh yeah. But ergonomic treatment and product purchases are a joke if it's the one thing you stick with. Yeah. Yeah. You, Nick, you've said you pull in your wobbly stool, sometimes you mm-hmm. you shift it or if you were to sit on that same stool day in and day out, that's not ergonomic. No, Man- you got to mannerisms. No, yeah. Yeah. As humans, we're not yeah. supposed to remain in the same type of position every day, all day. Yeah. You have to change it yeah, up. Repetitive positions like keyboards and mouse. Yeah, those are man. really and bad. Those are really hard to control. <laughs> yeah, as, yeah. I, as, as, as I'm do. cracking my back, <laughs> which is why not doing it yeah. 24/7 is important. Which is why yes. like having those breaks. That was where I was going. You yeah. totally got it. And um, yeah, really important to note. All oh, that. what a what a take that's gonna or hit that's gonna make. And I I think. That was my biggest learning thing from the, the past job and my two and a half hours in a car every day to and from, oh. you know what I mean? And then sitting mm. all the time in meetings. Then there was the travel and you're never comfortable. Mm-hmm. That's where every Often. part of my back problems happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Totally. Mm-hmm. I, I'd never ever had anything prior to that. And it took years to figure things out. And remind, and remind me to tell you uh, some tips for you because I have exactly the same issues with the degenerate discs oh, okay. and the arthritic yeah, discs. Yeah, these labels are so like intimidating. But now you know how to attack it. And I think that's part of this whole thing. It's kind of like, you know, I, I, I think that's, that's where I will be. Um, I'll be a, uh, that's where I'm going to be the hustle mentality on oh, yeah. fixing t- on awesome. stuff, right? That is a great shift. <laughs> that, but that's so cool. 
I love right? that you just said that. Oh, I'm not, I can't sit back. And Life's just, too like, short. Exactly. You know, and it's like everything That's about so cool. it. That's so crazy. cool. What a great so, statement. Do, so do we dare get into the topic of, of, yeah. of the unknown? Let's do it. <laughs> the, the world <laughs> of, I hope I'm saying this right, NFTs and metaverse, because it has been, I don't think I've seen anything uh, be this wave of like takeover in our industry as fast and as furious as uh, NFTs. Yeah, I, I mean. I'm, and maybe, it, okay, Jordan, can you provide a definition I uh, of an to. NFT? Yeah, I, I know what it stands for. Yes. right? a non fungible token. I think. Yes, shit, I, don't, I, I think that's right. No, man, I'm the worst person to get into this because, like, I look at it from the outside and shake a cane without ever yes. knowing what's on the inside. <laughs> like, I, I know, <laughs> I've like learned, I've heard enough, and I've seen enough debate on Twitter to like. You know, mm-hmm. know a little bit of like yes. how it works, right? It, but it's really built on like this collection mentality, right? Like it's sort of trying to place in this world of like collecting art pieces digitally uh, and being able to source them back to like the creator and the creator getting. And I think there's pros and cons to it. Oh, yeah. From what I understand. Like I love the idea of allowing artists and designers to like profit from their creativity in new ways. Like hell yeah. Always down for that. Uh I think there's like a new pool to network, maybe. Yes. Like you're interested, like, okay, like there's cool collaborations happening, pushing art into new territories. I think all that's great. I haven't gotten into it for a number of reasons, partly because I just don't understand it. Like I don't know. Yeah. I don't, it's hard for me to see the value in someone creates 30 images of a monkey and they're just dressed differently. I'm not going to pay $10,000 for one, but people, I don't also buy. You know, our pieces for ten thousand dollars. Like it's a weird. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah, it, it also feels like it feels like a gap a little bit, and like mm. at least like people are uh, an equity gap. Where yes. The people yeah. that succeed are already those who have power and are doing well and have control and success. Like I think the people at the top of the chain stand to make a ton of money and have all this focus around it. I, I, I would say most people, because again, it's collection based. Yes. People want the Picasso. They might not necessarily even know or see the person. You know their neighbor down on the local sidewalk painting a landscape. Like, yeah. Do the little guys have enough power to like? Are they making as much money? I don't. I don't think so. The people I know who've gotten into it, it's like they made a little, but nothing to the degree that we're seeing fantasized on Twitter. Yeah. You know, to these people like selling yeah. shit for hundred thousand dollars for a JPEG. Like, I just I don't know anyone who's done yeah. that. Too soon. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. To me, it sounds like every person I've known that goes to Vegas for the first time and comes back and says, oh, my God, I won. I won six grand, but yeah. you probably bet 10. So it's yeah. kind of like I, I, I feel like everyone's bragging about this in, insane success. And I'm like, I don't know anyone technically that's like maybe personally that I can ask him a little bit more about it. But it yeah. seems so um, like – so here's the thing. So they're saying the non-fungible – means that it is unique and cannot be replaced with something else, right? Mm -hmm. For example, a Bitcoin is fungible. Trade one or the other Bitcoin and you'll have exactly the same thing, right? But Mm -hmm. a -a one-of-a-kind card, however, is non-fungible. So if you are traded, if you traded it for a different card, you'd have something completely different. But here's my thought. If you're going to call it one-of-a-kind and can't be replaced, you've picked the one thing that can be replicated easier than anything else in the world, and that's something Mm -hmm. digital. Mm -hmm. So th- I guess that's where my blockage hmm. is that I'm like, okay, yes, maybe you have certificate authenticity, you have the yeah. rights to it or whatever you did because you bought it. But when you can just copy it, where is the value of of, a, of the original when it's something that's in the ether? Like, I, I guess that's my question. Yeah, and, and, and 
I look at this probably maybe it's ahead of its time, right? Yeah. And I think crypto, oh. like I just haven't gone into the field too much. So like, again, I'm I'm not a good source. So if you're listening to me talk about this shit, I'm yeah. probably wrong about everything. But <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, there, I, just, I hope yeah. I hope you're laughing your ass off at us yeah, right now. Like I shouldn't even be talking about this because I just don't know enough. But like, yeah, I, it seems like again. I don't know. You can dial it back to like, well, money has value because we say it does, not because it like is rare and special. Just we put value on pieces of paper. Yeah, this could be the same yeah. thing. It's like I guess if people are going to mm-hmm. value that, then that's what it's at right now. My that's fear a is good like analogy actually, like a lot of collection based things, like fucking Beanie Babies were huge. <laughs> like they kind of die out in most cases. They're trend based, and so therefore they yes. usually have a, a cool off period and then die. I don't know if NFTs like I'm not going to gamble that. Uh, I would make some, I guess, but I don't know what yeah. makes what constitutes a good one. Because in my mind, I've never they're always they're not that unique. Again, they're usually a system of like thirty images that are just kind of like reskinned, like a series, like yeah. with the that fill, they they're filled differently in a certain way. Like like yes. you said, one it's like character the exact same done. base, but it's just yeah. wearing a different yeah. hat in each one or something. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I did, again, I don't know <laughs> what makes good ones other than well, it seems like. People want the ones that are done by people who are kind of famous. You know what it makes yes. me think of is anytime, you know, you're you're at the canvas board and you're just working through iterations, you throw one off to the left <laughs> or right and then mm-hmm. you iterate on it just with mm-hmm. little tweaks and variations mm-hmm. in between. That's yeah. what it's like. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. We would never showcase that. Yeah, it, <laughs> exactly. Because, like, I look at, like, I and again, may, I just don't put value in, like, that side of things. Like, I don't need an original whatever. I'm mm-hmm. super happy getting silkscreen prints that are printed and it's like you know one of 10 million sure. cool but like someone went and printed this it's not just like you know i like that like i like yeah. people's artwork i don't care about having the one they like the original printed I, yeah but people do well yeah and again yeah if artists make money that way like fuck yeah i'm into it yeah like, i'm down i guess it, it's also really bad for the environment though that's like another con i was reading like it's super energy intensive i guess crypto uh, across the oh board yeah is. yeah some guy was like the time it took him to sell out of his like whatever uh, uh, marketplace, I don't know, I don't even know how you sell them honestly. Like <laughs> yeah, uh, blockchain shit. Like yeah, it took him like ten seconds to sell out. That took as much energy as him running his studio for two years. What? So like, it's supposed to be, I guess, really intensive. Uh, yeah. So I guess like, wow. if you're sort of you know conflicted or you're, like maybe you're guided by like these social issues and environment, maybe like yeah. that's the reason why it hasn't taken off in ton. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm being said, I feel like the energy thing can probably like be conquered. Like, I don't know if that's going to kill. It. I don't know if that's something that like people, mm-hmm. you know, making not progress, but, uh, I don't know. Or, or stopgap solutions. Like maybe you donate a percentage of every sale to like carbon offsetting or something. Yeah. I don't know. I was trying to think of another trend very, that was maybe before it's time, like mm-hmm. NFTs are, uh, maybe it's 10 to 15 years old now. That when it first came out, it was like the rug was just pulled out from the world of creative, right? And uh, everybody was just like, what do we do? And as they're falling, they're kind of finding areas to land. And that's why I think you see a lot of things that look so similar. And some of the stuff, I will honestly say, I don't even understand. I was like, that is not artistic. That is not like, you know what I mean? It's almost seemed rushed to get something to be a part of this party. Mm -hmm. And yet those were the ones that I saw that were typically doing like better and mm-hmm. so I was just trying to think of like was there I can't think of anything <laughs> that was like in the last you know 10 years that like did went through the same phase like okay here's the introductory phase it's, um, it's all it's all crazy I, right I now. can't compare this to anything I know it's, so 
is that a maybe that's what's going to be so incredible about it in the future is once it is figured out yeah it is a whole new form of media and it's i think in, i'm open to anything that's going to make you have to think differently and creatively about a new application or a new thing and brands are going like crazy right now and finding ways to make things that are nft based and stuff um mm -hmm. i even heard like snoop dogg was going to like take all his stuff off of streaming he was going to mm. allow all his songs to be bought as nfts now oh. individuals can and then when they go back onto these streaming things it's almost like stock and like if i bought one of his songs mm. or i'm part whatever oh, every time that gets played i'm now the owner yeah, of it and well, so I'm sure the... I'm sure Snoop's got his the biggest part of it because he's still huh. the originator. But it's almost like allowing a shared profit of these things. Which, That's cool. Now that for makes music, a lot that of... makes sense. Again, I, I hearken like I'm looking into the world of like imagery, but and, and I guess if you think about it, something like <laughs> even before digital, even before Napsters and all those things and iTunes, isn't it interesting Napsters. that that songs were. Very much like in NFTs, they were, mm. you could re I could just record it from my recorder at home mm -hmm. or with a microphone or whatever it was. It wasn't, but it wasn't the original, you know, digital LimeWire and all those things made, mm -hmm. made those really happen where you can get yeah, the yeah, exact yeah. rip of that song, right? Digitally, yeah. like identical. But I guess they were almost the first version of that. They were getting, you had, you had ownership, you had rights, you had, um, uh, what do you call it? Like, uh, uh, compensation, you know, mm -hmm. if you were a writer or whatever, every time it played, um, you know, residuals, right? Like mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. So it, in some ways that kind of makes, it sounds the same. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's something I interesting don't in that route. Like I look at like illustration and licensing and how like complicated that can be, especially for clients yeah. who've never done it. It's like, there are a lot of different options if you want to own outright versus use it versus whatever. Like I'm all for like, if it makes people more cognizant of like source ownability and then like paying for usages in some way or 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 again artists just making money more coin on the side like that's dope i just yeah right I, now it, it's in a weird spot i think if it grows it might again it might be ahead of its time i might be behind, behind the times like that could also be super feasible yeah just yeah like, shit i don't know like i'm uh, curious i'm more than curious because it's like again i it has to have some power to be so overwhelmingly mm -hmm. supercharged at this mm -hmm. point um and i'm see the one thing I'm a little weary of is like people claiming to be the NFT expert and it hasn't even been around for like that long. Like I, I, <laughs> I, I think like you were saying earlier, these people that are, are putting out all this stuff saying be a pro like me, you know, mm -hmm. when it comes to the design world and mm -hmm. the same with the NFT thing. And that's it, that I'm seeing that more than I am seeing more of the enjoyment of N NFTs. Like I don't see anyone really enjoying them. I, I don't know. <laughs> like, no one's bragging. I got this and it's in my house and come see it. But it's like yeah. what I am seeing. What I am seeing is people saying, follow me yeah. to know more. That's the thing. And I don't, it might be too early for that. Yeah. And then I there's a paywall. Know. And then, yeah. Like, yeah. It gets back yeah. into that sort of. Oof, I'm tired just thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. I would be curious, man. Especially like Nick with you and, and, and you know, you're teaching your students and this younger audience. Like, have any of them gotten into it? Because I... I from yeah, is it I've a seen, generational? I don't know anyone who's made a lot of coin other than like 
the bigger designers who yes. actually carry a lot of influence already. Yeah. I don't know anyone who's just like, I'm an unknown. My work speaks for itself. You put it out there and it gets bought for like a ton of money. Yeah. I don't know anyone who's done that. Do you have to have that already built in? Yeah. Because if that's the case, yes. and I do not support like something that's just going to keep feeding like those who already have more yeah. power. Like that sucks. You know? Then it's like some celebrity starting their tequila company because they, mm-hmm. they, they, they did a taste test and they chose yeah. the, the final one. Yeah. <laughs> the or just license your name on it. Now it's, exactly. yeah. Like, uh, but I've heard stories from people that have said of some big names yeah. that we would all know that they, they got some coin. And I'm sitting here going like, Oh wow! Okay, so you're, that sound like it, and it sounded like retiring money. So I'm like, haven't seen them retire yet. So what? <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah. Oh, I don't want to be a pro in this one either. I guess that's my thing. <laughs> yeah. Although you know, again, cut to like maybe a year later, or like two years, three years down the road, we'll do this kind of same conversation, we, we, and our, we're our all, podcasts are going to be do. NFTs. Yeah. <laughs> So guys, the uh, yeah the classic the classic recordings of the DGDC are now available as <laughs> NFTs. <laughs> yeah. Hey, maybe who has someone done that in the podcast world? Maybe we should do that. <laughs> We're yeah. missing out, guys. We're missing out. How did we not? Apparently, <laughs> let's let's end it on the uh, uh, the imposter syndrome. This is that one thing that just does not go away as well. I've heard it. We've done episodes on it. We've talked about it on every other platform. Uh, I bring it up with my students all the time, and it's very, Mm. very strong and, um, let's say, top of mind to a lot of them. Mm. And I think we all get it too. But, like, I wonder why it's still a thing that we have to doubt ourselves at any time. What triggers that, even for folks that have been doing it for a long time, still get it i think in probably every industry too i don't think this stays with just creative right this is everywhere Mm. um Mm -hmm. it's that like i'm not good enough to basically uh be happy for my accolades or my promotion or whatever it might be i'm an imposter i got it by chance and i just Mm -hmm. think that's so weird that that's still something we're battling with today by chance yeah it's always right that's what we i think we talked about with someone where it was like that that chance thing uh, I got it by luck. I didn't yeah. get it by the hard work. The like, whole so, fell in my right? lap thing. But like luck's a part of it, you know. Yeah, I, uh, opportunity, rather. Timing. Okay, I, I look at like exactly like just yeah. things align. Like, hey, you had this. You're in the right place at the right time. Someone mm-hmm. saw something. You were talking about it, and you know I've had plenty of times where I'm belly up at the bar talking about work I've done with other breweries, and like someone's like, "Oh, you did that," and then there it leads go. to something like that's luck, but mm. it's but just that talent backs thing. it up. Yeah, but you know. but yeah. I think like why it's still so fundamentally embedded in all of us is because like it, nothing's changed from the issues of like social media is still yeah. I think the proponent of where that stems from because we're constantly in comparison, and I think it's good like as creators I think it, we have to be critical of like what's out there because that makes us better creators right like yeah I got to know what my taste is and seeing things and talking about it and learning and like you know experiencing reflected back on me like that's part of it but i think the problem is like we're way too close to some of that stuff mm-hmm. yeah. for, like, and you guys know client work it's never exactly how i would have done it you know but then no. and, I, and i don't feel that attached to it like going through the process like okay you know hey here's my recommendation like maybe i didn't win that one it's a little different it's not my favorite thing but it's out there got a good paycheck got a great client relationship but then you put it on social media and now i feel like fuck people are thinking this is mine <laughs> this is your people decision you sat down. You did this all on your own. This is yeah. every this this is a representation. You of exactly you provided who you are. creative consult for yeah. all of the directions that are now yeah. final. 
Yeah. Yeah. So like that pressure sucks. You had every word. You had every word on that. Like right yeah. Yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Well, and doesn't that vary? There are some accounts that just you take it and ride. Mm-hmm. You you just yeah. they don't they don't they don't provide feedback. They just trust you. Done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Submitted. Deliverable. Done. What's next? So so is it then you we feel more um, we're worried about the opinion of someone that doesn't know the ins and outs of what you did, right? Yeah. And not even other designers, just like people who like people. That's what I mean. Like yeah, clients, any, like who anyone. look at my portfolio. Yeah. Like again, in, in in social media versus a website, where like the website just like you draw traffic differently. The social media, it's like you have an algorithm. So in order to have people see stuff, you got to play the game. And in order to play the game, it's like a whole yes. fucking slew of stuff. And that's so why that's why when ways. we've reviewed portfolio um, subject topics that. Yeah. We have, I know, consistently mentioned to contribute the areas that you were responsible for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Was it all? Was it just? Was it the production yeah, yeah. component yeah. of the project? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and because that changes the story a lot. Was yeah. was your independent practice solely responsible for the end result, or did you tag team with an mm-hmm. agency? To make this happen. Yeah. yeah like most in, in my, even as like, you know, a solo studio who like occasionally will hire out contractors, but oftentimes it's never just me making something. So and the clients, another, the clients exactly, are the, yeah, like, the Exactly. Like there's a lot of influences of yeah. happening. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I, I, I think like the imposter syndrome comes from partly that of just like your mm-hmm. peers and this weird social media thing where it's all about presentation. It's all about the gloss and the glam think you know no one yeah. posts just like shitty sketches as much anymore if they do no. it's like a setting that they've created that oh of course great <laughs> with like, a hot okay, cup of coffee cool. yeah 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 and that perfect uh <laughs> what's the sunlight called at the end of the day the, yeah the golden <laughs> yeah. hour the, the golden coming hour. right in yeah just coming right in <laughs> yeah. that little 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 hint and the steam coming up that's the perfect that's how we all sketch <laughs> yeah man yeah what's wrong exactly with you, Jordan? mine's <laughs> you like on the back of fucking envelopes and like mail i haven't opened yet like whatever it's just <laughs> oh, and they're so <laughs> ugly yeah, this, this is my sketch sheet right 100 yeah something i printed uh, out I have for a good a example of what we were just talking about that might be mm-hmm. useful um so like jordan i collaborate with an animation artist and oh, yeah. maybe I will provide the direction, sure, but I'm not behind that curtain rendering the motion mm-hmm. graphics. I'm not. Yeah. yeah. Am I providing feedback? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't that go in my portfolio? I think it's arguable. Mm-hmm. I put it under the umbrella of the project, but again, you give credit to it. I've done yep. that where I've had illustrations part of the thing, and I give credit to the illustrator mm-hmm. on there. But and, I, you, and maybe but you it's still a pick that person. You gave them the direction where you're at in your career. I mm-hmm. don't need it. I want to be able totally. to collaborate yeah. with him in the future. You take it. That's your portfolio means. Yes, mm-hmm. that's true. And, yeah. and I think you've let go of that. And I think that's what's that's a that's probably a smart way to get away from even caring about imposter syndrome. And being, right? like, continuing to be a control freak. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Well, I know. If, I think it is less, I mean, everyone still has it, right? Like, yeah. and I, I think it's, I think the name is the problem. I don't feel like an <laughs> imposter. I just feel like, fuck, that guy's way better at the illustrating than I am. Like, I don't you're feel right. like there I'm not supposed is. to be here. Because at yeah. the end of the day, if like, if you're designing and someone gives you money for your creative, you are not an imposter. Like you have value and you're, you're supposed doing to be fine. Here. That's a you're good, doing fine. Those are good parameters to understand. Yeah, you're, being yeah. 
influencer the like looking up the people who have a skill set that you admire and like maybe they've been doing it longer. Uh-huh. I don't think it's imposter. They're just like that's that's goal oriented. That's like jealousy, yeah. maybe sure, envious, mm. definitely. I have all that stuff. Oh yeah, but I don't feel like I'm not supposed to be here, and I don't know if that's because that's I've a good done way it long to put enough. It. But yeah, there's always envy, right? Mm-hmm. You might not and know of ego. someone. You might not know of someone looking at your work, Jordan, going like, I can't wait to get to that level too, right? Yeah. Let's be honest. There's, there is that line and wherever you are, there's someone in front and behind you, like in in talent, in in, uh, in years, everything. Yeah. in everything, right? In, <laughs> in price scale, uh, right? Yes. Uh, but also there's there th- that scale can work on a negative thing. You know, someone can have more of an ego than you. Someone can have less than me, whatever it is. It's all <laughs> there. But I think you're right. I think there's something about, to me, I think it, pops in on envy when you see something that is mm-hmm. just extraordinary, extraordinarily really well done and, uh, and groundbreaking. I, I look for groundbreaking every time I'm looking for mm-hmm. uh, reference and, and, and research because that's what I'm trying to promise right now. Yeah. It, that's kind of become the new thing that I want to do. So it's more of a lead, less of a follow. And so I, I admire that. And when I see it, woo, it's like you're like, God, mm-hmm. like it is an envy thing. It really mm-hmm. is. Yeah, um, but those but I, that can pu- publish the process mm-hmm. from beginning to end, and you see the eraser marks, and then line work again, yeah. and then digitizing, and then cr- perfecting the curvatures. I mean, that yeah. speaks far more to me than just posting the end result. Oh, totally. And process mm. is like so important, not only for let's face it too, we're, we're talking a little bit creative to creative, but I think there's also creative to potential client. And yeah. that's where process. They want to see that. Who has never worked with the creative before. And I've had a lot yeah. of those in the last two years because these have been brand new companies came out of just the idea of like, got to do something, got to take this opportunity to build yeah. a company. And you, that, that to me is where, yes, you're right. I think it shows your credibility as the artist and helps with imposter syndrome for me. Because mm-hmm. when I put that case study together, and it is step by step by step by step, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, showing that. Mm-hmm. Then I'm like, check mark, check mark, mm-hmm. check mark. Be, feel good about this. Move on to the next. Like, don't don't worry about what anybody else thinks. As long as the the next customer or the next client sees it and likes it, yeah. Where it where does imposter syndrome play into that that world? That's right? just smart. Just mm-hmm. a, like you said, a race. Just erase it. <laughs> just yeah. like honestly. Or know that it's going to keep shaping. Like we're just adding our layers. Yeah. Like, you know, every time like, yeah. I, cool. I put a focus in illustration two years ago and it's what I'm working at more because I like Oh, that's it. awesome. Yeah. So like you, you hone in all these skills. You're going to get better. No one's ever there. No one's yeah. ever like, yep, I've made it. Yeah. I never Mm-mm. have to progress Mm-mm. or evolve whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> and you got to see more of those people doing mm-hmm. that same thing. Show a mistake. Show a, yeah. a, a fumble. You know, uh, I, I, I've done that a lot with even like just showing things that were not chosen or, mm-hmm. right, those are always a good one to do as well or something that just wound up in the wastebasket or something like that. But maybe it's because of our work just being so visual where if it was something something totally different that can't be judged so quickly. Yeah. I, maybe that's why we're, we're such a huge industry dealing with this thing. And, and it seems like it, it hits all ages. Like yeah. maybe the best thing to do is like make better examples. So the next ones in line or even the younger designers don't have to struggle with it anymore. You know, it, yeah. it goes first full circle to our first topic. And I think social media has birthed, uh, imposter syndrome yeah it really has 
Yeah, well, it gives a falsehood of this world where everything yeah. is so perfect, and it's just not. <laughs> Cue the Circle of Life video. Because <laughs> it literally is that. Like, where, where it, didn't, it did not exist. What, I think before all that, all you had was, like, print magazine for our, for our entire industry, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And it's so crazy that, like, now there are thousands of things you can look at on a daily basis that tell you the state of the world in our industry. Yeah. It's too yeah. much. It's too much. Yeah. Yeah. Cut it out. <laughs> that, honestly, yeah. yeah. I mean, again, if only we had control over that, but it is, it's an overwhelm that feels, that feels shitty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Isn't it funny that uh, every time you talk about Instagram, I think it's beauty was that it was image first, right? Yes. It was, And I think now that's going to, that we can look at it and be like, that could be the curse because it's like, it, took us the image became first and and so if it never existed or if we were never on this daily thing to show off our work could all this stuff have been uh would it have never maybe came came through you know the the envies and the things like that because you'd just be working with your day having good days and bad days with your clients with your boss with your coworkers, and that's 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 all that's more than enough that we can handle you know mm. <laughs> and then this these layers come on it and you're like fuck yeah <laughs> yeah and there was no way to predict that it would be it would oh become. no because we no, all it was I mean, so brilliant in the beginning wasn't it it was oh far different my favorite hack with or not even hack but just do this on anybody's profile scroll to the very bottom the and everyone was using it was called Hipstamatic. Do you remember? It was like the first app that everybody was taking and it would age the photo and make it look like Polaroids and stuff. And it, it's so funny to look at the bottom of anybody's feed and we were all doing that for like the yeah, first few weeks. And everything was just so crazy filtered too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Same ones over and over again. Gritty. It all same, looked like, the, same it looked like, you know, uh, eight millimeter kind of, uh-huh. and I remember it even had like yeah. the little frame with, right. so, uh, have fun with that while you're here. <laughs> it is actually very fun. And yeah. if you get imposter syndrome seeing someone's work, like if they've been on long enough, it's really fun to go back and like, oh, damn, their early stuff was like rough. Yes. Like, yeah. Yeah. Growth starts to show. Yeah. And, but those, there are so many that have manipulated that now and they just Yeah, who like remove that stuff. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah I've- <laughs> Yeah, because those individuals have time <laughs> to do that. Well, but again, too, then isn't that a great like thing to say? Like, the, what is your time frame of what you are showing off? Like, That's how far back do you go? Yeah, even yeah. if it's a killer project, if it's dated and it has, and it 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 just shouts, you know, two thousand five. Like, get it out. <laughs> yeah, it's just making me think so much about those. Those days were on your business card. It was the thing. You were yes. at an advantage to have handle after handle after handle featured on your business card. Yes. To showcase how active you were with social media. Ugh, all the pressure yes. with that. Yeah. yeah. And nowadays crazy? you get clients like, oh, can we put the uh, social media icons on this fucking beer can? Like, no. Can't. It's expected if you're not on it. Put the website and be done. Hey, welcome (laughs) back, QR code. Welcome back. (laughs) If they just somehow made them look better, I I like if they were just like somehow just tiny or like you could do it with a a word, which I think you can now. Like, well, and now you can brand them and everything, of course. Yeah, you should be able to scan for websites instead of this. Oh, so did you know uh, of those QR codes? They embody so much. gibberish real estate that it's only 17% that the device needs to pick up. 
of of the one hundred percent. Oh, that's pretty what? real estate that's how, of the QR code. Well, well isn't that future proofing it because like it has to have ultimate amount of combinations. So you're right. Yes. I bet you it's only using it's oh, only very minimal. Yes. Mm. And the grid of the grid of it is getting smaller and smaller. Where it used to be very high, uh, bigger scale like squares per 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 the square. But right. But with yeah. testing, it was through trial and error that they were like, but devices aren't going to pick this up if we have seventy percent. Yeah. Yeah, or you just go like actual like UPCs where like they, they uh-huh. do a lot with a little bit numbers. You. They just have yeah. different kinds. USB-C-A, yeah. 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 I know. I know. I know. Um, I know. There, there are non-expiring ones too. Have you seen these ones where you can get through a service, and it's so if you if you're printing it because I'm finding out when we're putting it on packaging, mm-hmm. the last thing they want to do is if something changes and they want that QR code to change, you have to edit everything. So they got to change plates and everything. Yeah. So it's they're they're basically uh, never-ending QR codes. So they they stay permanent. You can assign anything you want to that QR code wow. to be the opening place. Huh. You know yep. what I mean? Yeah, which is kind of cool. interesting. Okay, you know, and mm. you know what? I speaking of like business cards, and this is not a we're not sponsored, but maybe who knows? Have you guys heard of these things? It's called Popple. No. So it's a it's a it's a uh, what is it called? Uh, not a, it's not an NFT. What is it? In, <laughs> maybe it is. Who knows? Who could say? It's, uh, <laughs> it's kind of like the uh, RF RF RFD RFD, which is like every phone has an RFD reader, like what you use for your for your uh, credit cards, and oh, when you gotcha. go to a when yeah, you go yeah. to the reader. Mm-hmm. So what this is, it's ten bucks. It's P O P L, and it's on. A- I got it on Amazon. You put it. It's a little disc that you put on the back of your phone. Yeah, and it's super thin. You can see it's like not even that. Oh, it's like the side of that quarter. It's a quarter. It's like a quarter yeah. on the back. And anytime it is literally your digital business card, and you set it all up with all of your contact information, your social media, or your LinkedIn, any web pages you want. And all someone has to do is tap their phone to it, and it pops up on their phone saying, "Nick is now a new contact. Do you want to mm-hmm. download his information?" Whoa. They do not have to have it. It goes right into their address book, and then you get an email back saying. Uh, Mikkel has accepted your pop or whatever. Here's her information because you've it's, it's wild. Like ne- and you customize the whole thing. It looks like a link tree basically. Mm-hmm. Um, it's even got a QR code if someone if the RFD does not work. So love these little like technology there. That's kind of like man. I've just got tired of I got tired of reprinting business cards all the time. So it's kind of they're kind of like and all mine are like so like because I keep them in my wallet all the time and like you just hand over like a little. Fucking crinkly ink smeared. Are you still actively card? handing them out like crazy? I've slowed down so much. It's very little. I network so much in the beer world. People are like, hey, yeah, you, I heard you did that label. Like, yeah, yeah here's my card. Good. Uh, it's a yeah. You, you and you've gotten used to keeping them on you. I I have yeah. them more like in my backpack or in the car. So yeah. technically, they would never be like on me when I needed it. That's mm-hmm. smart but, to have a batch. In but the with car. a few conferences coming up, and I got to I got to Dude, do that's this, sick. I'm this into that. thing. Yeah, and, yeah, I, that's, and that's everybody who the coolest thing is, I think everybody who tried it and took my information, they all went and ordered it on Amazon because it's like it's kind <laughs> of a neat thing to never have cool. to worry about. The business card that's anymore, cool. but um, that's cool. Maybe we'll see if they want to sponsor the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a good idea. Uh, yeah, use this code to know. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was great, guys. This was a good one. I, I think it was just fun to have an open, fun conversation about yeah. some fun Sunday stuff. Fun day, man. Especially I mean, on a Sunday fun day, exactly. Yeah. So if if you guys have got a hot take, or if we missed anything, or if you know what an NFT is. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Or if you know, yeah, you want to, you want to come on. If you guys, maybe, oh, there's the thing. We need someone who knows their stuff in NFTs. If you are that person, it's a good episode, actually. Just, we yeah. want you on, yeah, and yeah. and just school us on everything about NFTs. We'd love to, but uh, pop it into the social media. Tell us some comments if there's anything we missed. Be a fun way to maybe do two of these a year because. Uh, there's no shortage of them, guys. There's just no shortage. <laughs> <laughs> the healthy release, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, thanks again for listening. Please feel free to share this with anybody you think would love it. Uh, we're at dgdcpod.com, and you can find us everywhere. Uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye. Oh, the fucking killer ending, dude. Woo-hoo.